You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. into today's show, I want to say a thank you to our show's sponsor, Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software that many nursepreneurs use to run their clinics and they love it. Jane is a cloud-based practice management software with a full suite of time-saving features like online booking, streamlined payments, customized chart templates, unlimited reminders, and award-winning waitlist notifications. Jane's beautiful interface also translates to your online booking site too, where you can customize it with your clinic's logos and colors. And this allows you to authentically showcase your branding and provides an elevated online booking experience for your clients too. See Jane save you a lot of time at jane.app slash medical aesthetics. Now on to today's show. Hi, this is Katie Harris. This is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Antra Boyd and Karen DeMarco on with us from RNAgade. Uh, hey, guys, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having us. It's an absolute surprise and pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So we have uh, two guests today. So I'm going to ask you both to kind of give me the short version of your nursing background and maybe how you guys met. Antra, okay. you want to go first? Sure. Uh, so I started, I, uh, started my nursing career in the United States Navy. I did, I, um, served six active duty years. I became an operating room nurse in the military and I kind of, they grew me up in the military. I left after my, uh, service was over and spent about 20 years in the operating room Spit myself, spit myself out of the system in 2017 to become an independent patient advocate and started a business with another colleague here in Portland, Oregon called Connected Care Patient Advocates. And I actually met Karen through the patient advocacy course I was taking um, at the time she was faculty there and teaching and uh, we became friends. She was a coach of mine for a long time, really helped me see some things about my life that changed everything for me. And then, you know, she's my best, very best friend in the whole world. And we once started a business together. Sister wow. from another mister. <laughs> All right, Karen. So what about you? Um, started nursing in 1994. ICU trauma flight nursing. Uh, always was like, I can fix that. I can fix that. <laughs> uh, started my private patient advocacy business in 2011. Worked my last clinical shift in 2014. I was adjunct faculty starting. I went through the same program Entre did in 2011 and then started teaching at it in 2012. So, um, it was private patient advocacy was the most rewarding thing I had done in my nursing career, but uh, I had to leave my child's 10th birthday party to go meet a patient at the ER. But just in time, it was evolving into corporate wellness and then evolved into research. And then it evolved into, hmm, what do I want to do next? So I kind of embraced the flakery 
And uh, that's kind of like how Antra and I, one of my, uh, my, my latest flakery was uh, something I wanted to do with Antra. So that's how RNA gate came about. Well, so um, how did it come about? So you guys meet during the patient advocacy course, uh, you become friends and stuff, but how did it turn? Did one of you come up with an idea and the other one was like, that's amazing. Or did it just kind of build from conversations that you had? Like where did one, where did the name RN Negade come from? And two, where did the concept come from? You want me to, <laughs> you want me to do this again, Andra? Um, yeah, sure, go for it. My nursing license was due and actually it had expired. And even though I wasn't working clinically, I wanted, I live in California and I wanted an active nursing license and I was procrastinating and waiting to the last minute as all nurses do. And I actually had ordered something from uh, what was it called? The, um, oh, what was it called? The, uh, I don't know. It, it's this really juicy cotton candy for your brain. It's like center for bio-individualized medicine or something like that. Um, I ordered four six-hour lectures on psychoneuroimmunology and I couldn't wait to get started, but they all came to my house on CD. So I'm like, okay, CD. So I had to go out and buy an external CD player. Wait, wait, this was and recent? I, <laughs> yeah. Well, this was what, 2020. 2022. Oh, that's unacceptable. <laughs> right. Well, I thought, okay, uh, I'll just download the CDs on my computer and then upload them to my phone so I could go about my business. Uh, but the CDs were locked. <laughs> so this meant that I had to sit at my computer for 24 hours to listen to uh, audio lectures. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I procrastinated some more and went on a hike. And on that hike, I was listening to a podcast with author James Nestor, who wrote a book called Breathe. And halfway through the podcast, I'd ordered the book off Amazon <laughs> and it was like two and a half hours. And it was incredible. It was anatomy, physiology review, pathophysiology about respiratory issues, all delivered to the Trojan horse of this man's personal story. I mean, it was theology and, you know, the history of breathing in Native American communities and throughout the world. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh. And I got off that mountain and I knew like, not only was the information I got in that two and a half hours that I was going to get more of because I bought the book, not only was that going to make my, uh, me better as a clinician, you know, in my private practice, but it was going to improve my life. I was like, I was going to implement the stuff that I learned immediately. So I got off the mountain. I called on and I'm like, why wasn't that worth two and a half CEs? I mean, and it kind of just hit me. Like I'm listening to 20 hours of audiobooks or YouTube videos or podcasts, like at least every two weeks stuff that's like so much better than the pile of crap CEs that we have to pick through every two years to, you know, maintain our nursing license. And I'm, and I, I was just like, this is stupid. It's actually an insult to my pathological curiosity and precious time. Uh, so podcast, you know, CE by podcast. Why is that not a thing? We looked and it wasn't a thing. So I called Antra and I'm like, let's, let's do this. This is stupid. It's we've come to We've come to call it the artistry of common sense. Uh, 
when something is right in front of you and you're doing it anyway, but it doesn't count, how can you make what you're doing anyway count? And uh, thank God for Antra, because if it wasn't for people like her, I'd just be strung out in the gutter, muttering ideas at passersby and nothing would ever come of them. <laughs> I love that because, you know, I had the same issue actually this past year. I had to do like 75 CE credits. So, you know, I found myself on Medscape trying to do like all of these free ones. And, you know, you just, you skim through, get to the the exam, you just click things until you get it right. And then you get your CE. And I'm like, this is such a colossal waste of time. Like if it were actually something useful and it, not that it's not useful, but just, I can't read all that stuff. But, you know, if you're for all the podcasts that I listen to, right? you know, if they actually counted that, uh, it, that would be you know, I'd have like 200 C credits, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's well, not as if you're not learning all the time. Right. Right. And I think it's so interesting because in nursing forever, how often do we talk about lifelong learning and, you know, that we're internally motivated to learn. And yet we, you know, have this pile of crap we're supposed to pick through and it, it, there's no common sense to it. And we make it hard. Why do we make it so hard for ourselves when we actually want to learn and we want to learn stuff that's going to actually up-level us individually and in our careers, right? Like that book, Breathe by James Nestor, totally informed how I went about um, informing my patients right before surgery who are having anything related to, you know, nasal septum surgery, that kind of thing. And it was from a book that never would have been introduced into the nursing community as something that you could get a CE for. I mean, it's a bestseller at, you know, Barnes and Noble. Uh, so I just, uh, I, her idea was just so compelling because it's so true and it's so common sense. So where do you take an idea like that and try and figure out how to do it? Like, where, where do you start? <laughs> well, besides Antra. <laughs> it's, well, we thought it would be so easy, right? You just, we'll get our CE providership. Okay. Not easy, but we did. Um, okay. Now that we got it, right. We'll just start a podcast and have really cool, innovative, renegade people on, you know, who teach us things that we want to know. So we get to wake up in the morning and go, oh my God, quantum biology. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but it wasn't as easy as we thought. There was no delivery mechanism out there that could fulfill all the things that you need to do to be a CE provider, like keep track of everybody you give certificates to and how do you make it easy for them to not only, yeah, anybody could go to Spotify or iTunes and listen to a podcast, but how do you get them to go back to the site and do the activity and the evaluation? And then, you know, there, there's all kinds of things out there, but none of them did exactly what we needed it to do because none of them are built for CE delivery. So we had to build something from scratch. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> and once that was done, we're like, huh. Well, uh, I mean, for me, and I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but for me, I've done courses before for nurses and I wanted CEs to be attached to them, but it cost me $25 per person per credit hour. So I did a course once on um, neuroadrenal testing analysis and treatment, and I had 10 students and it was a 20 hour course. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm trying to do the math real fast. Yeah. But... <laughs> right. So, so, and it's stupid because no wonder nurses are 
as Antra and I say all the time, nurses are exceptionally qualified to teach other nurses. And the reason that nurses don't teach other nurses for CE credit or don't even bother is because it's, it's too complicated, it's too expensive, whatever. So we thought, huh, well, now that we have our providership in the CE delivery platform, why don't we just offer it to nurses, not charge them, not only not charge them, but give them a way to make, you know, have a side mixer and uh, at least get their name out there, you know, for our audience to kind of make potential competitors our customers. Uh, and that's what we did. And that's kind of how our Renegade was born. It just kept going, huh? Let's do that. Huh, let's do that. <laughs> and so we have the we have the Renegade podcast, which is you know Karen and I. That you know back to your original question. Okay, I think we need some microphones and maybe <laughs> a chair to sit in, and then hit record and we'll go for it. And you know how fun is that, right? To start a business like that. Let's just do what occurs to us to do. We really didn't have a whole lot of like, you know, savvy know-how. We just did it. And then, you know, the, then the next step is, oh, okay, now we have our content. Let's, as Karen's been saying, let's invite con what we call content creators on board because we are qualified to teach each other and we should be teaching each other. And it's so hard to do that because of what we said before, it's expensive. There's, you know, people are, whatever. So um, the content creators on our platform, we're really excited about. Yeah. How do we make it a no brainer using this thing that we've created? Not only the podcast, but the platform, which is myportal.pro uh, to make it easy for nurses to teach other nurses. Oh, nice. So, well, let me, before we get into that, let me ask you this. Um, so it used to, you used to have to charge $25 per person per credit hour, but when you became your own providers, then you don't have to do that now or that that cost it goes away well, we have a very basic um application fee that is very affordable for content creators to come on board once they've been approved i.e we know that they can write a you know a competent syllabus and all of their content is on the loaded up on the portal then we're we're going to audit as as time goes by to make sure that their content is you know up to snuff but they can have ce credit to any of their content yeah so basically katie we we created a way for anybody who wants to create content to get spoon fed how to walk through a syllabus you know you whether it's a you know a man on the street interview or a podcast or you know something you know our main qualifier is would you take this course because we don't want the same pile we don't want to create another pile of crap you know we want it to be something fun that you would want to take and then to create if somebody's never created a syllabus before it just spoon feeds you through the entire process. And then it goes to our board of education. And once it's approved uh, and you show us that you can create a syllabus and do these basic things that keep us legit with the California state board of nursing, you know, keep our providership uh, kosher, then you can create as many courses as you want. And we do a revenue share. So not only do you not have to pay us for CE approval, you have the potential to make make money. A, make money. 
Okay. So there's, there's, let me just get this straight. There's two separate things going on. There's your podcast where people get um, CE credits for listening if they can follow directions and fill out the evaluation form, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you have a portal where you bring people on who teach courses and nurses can, well, I'm assuming anybody can go on there, take a, a course or a program and get CE credit. Uh, right. Am I, do I have that? Straight? Yeah. It's kind of like going to Costco, you know, you go to Costco <laughs> and the Renegade podcast is Kirtland, the Kirtland brand. Right. But we, anybody who else who creates uh, educational content, um, you know, it's Nestle and uh, Costco takes a little share of Nestle, uh, but you know, you can buy Nestle, you can buy Hershey or uh, I don't know what else, Pepsi. Cool. It's like a, it is like a <laughs> library and all the content, the RNA content and the content from our content creators is on the portal. So you can go, you, you sign up, it's free to sign up and then you can just peruse the catalog and take what, mm -hmm. what seems interesting to you. Yeah. Myportal.pro is like the Costco warehouse and our, we have our signature brands, but other people are, can come in there and sell their wares too. Okay. I'm embarrassed to say I've never been to Costco, but that's okay. Have you been to <laughs> wow. Sam's Club or BJ's? <laughs> no, I don't. it's only me. Oh, Target, son, so we don't Archer Farms. Park. Target, Target. Yeah, Archer Farms. We're Archer Farms. <laughs> okay. The Arnegate podcast is Archer Farms. Okay. Yeah, I try and avoid Target. I can't get out of there for less than 200 bucks, you know, no matter how yes. simple the shopping is. Yes. Um, so maybe that same concept goes for your, your portal. Like you get into the portal and you start listening to all these different um, lessons. Do you, what, what are some examples of things that people have done? Oh, that's a good question. So we have um, several different um, people on there who have their own podcasts. So nurse um, coach nurse Keith is on there with his podcast. Uh, Sarah Lorenzini, who is the rapid response RN, her podcast, she has some episodes on there. Uh, we also have Dr. Amy King, who is a trauma-informed psychologist. Her podcast is on there. So we have other people's podcasts. We also have some um, content creators who have done some interesting things with illustrating videos um, around well-being and, you know, preventing burnout, things that are really critical in nursing right now. What else, Karen? Yeah, yeah you kind of just covered the gamut. I mean, there's podcasts, there's like videos. really young idealistic go-getters who just like, they've learned a lot. They're passionate about something and, um, you know, they've really stick to that, <laughs> that litmus test. Would you take this course? You know, they've done like the animated drawing things. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, like it was at first built for podcasts, but we've just expanded. Like if you, if somebody wants to come on and for example, do a man on the street interview, like what, is, what are the top five most difficult, uh, challenging things that labor and delivery nurses face. And then, you know, you can go and interview people. You can do that. I mean, like we say just, you know, what's entertaining mimosa Monday, you know, after a Sunday night shift in the ICU and the nurses go to somewhere and kind of you, you debrief, you know, it's case study review, you know, that's where you learn so much. If you just recorded that, like five nurses sitting at a bar listening to Mimosa Monday and talking about their cases, that is content. And it's actually really valuable content. You can just record stuff like that. 
you know, as long as it, and we provide all of our content creators or want to be content creators with the California State Board of Nursing CE requirements, this is what it takes to uh, qualify as a continuing education credit. And as long as your content, no matter what format it's delivered in, as long as it qualifies, you can put it up there. Okay. So that, that's interesting because it, it's giving me a whole nother, another perspective. I mean, I, I love Mimosa Monday. That sounds awesome. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I, I, I worked neurocritical care for 20 years and I had all these stories. I can't remember like 99% of them at this point, but so many stories about, uh, you know, families and the patients and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. And assuming that I was HIPAA compliant, like I could have recorded those stories and put them on your mm -hmm. podcast and helped other nurses to get one, hear the story, which is more helpful than reading a textbook and two, um, get CE credit while they were listening. Yeah, we do, we do it in we do it in blogs. We write our stories as nurses around you know patients that we've had, and like you said, if it's HIPAA compliant, we learn from those. We learn mm -hmm. best from those. I always wish when I worked in the operating room that when there was a mistake made, there was like this really this effort to educate everybody on staff about that mistake. Because for me, that was such a learning experience. Like I, I would, you know, mistakes happen. We don't want them to happen. How do we prevent them from happening? We learn by, by other, you know, by people making those mistakes. Hopefully our patients don't get harmed in, in during something like that. But like, why are we not sharing that stuff? Why are we not having, having that storytelling going on? It's a perfect, RNA yeah. is a perfect avenue to do that, to, to tell those stories. Yeah. And Antra and I, I, so for any nurse listening to this right now, I'm totally giving you an idea that you can steal <laughs> because <laughs> We've been wanting to do this, uh, whether it's a live webinar or recorded thing. I've I've referred to it as revelations from the station, because nurses have such salacious, dramatic, you know, crazy stories to tell about. Like I asked Antra in the first podcast we ever did because we thought, well, uh, the best way to get our first guest is just to interview each other. <laughs> so I asked Antra in our first podcast. What's the weirdest thing you ever saw a surgeon take out of someone? But those kinds of stories. So you you tell the dramatic, salacious, crazy details, you know, of, of nurse stories that we all love to share. But you don't stop there. Then you say, how could I have prevented? How could that have? How could someone have prevented that from happening? You know, what would you have done differently? So you get the dramatic nurse story, but then you get the fix. And that is such valuable continuing education credit. And we wanted to, we've been talking about this forever, you know, doing this uh, series called Revelations from the Station. But I mean, that is Mimosa Monday. That is, you know, the the lunchroom, the break room, the, the stuff where we're like, ah, oh, shoot, we really screwed up. Or, oh, that could have, if I was there, that wouldn't have happened. Like, Every nurse has that story, a friend, a family member, somebody tells them about some horror show in the hospital and, and you get that feeling like, oh, if I was there, that wouldn't have happened. Well, if you could share that story and tell the audience how it could have been prevented or tell the nurse how you could have done better, how, you know, whatever, that is such valuable information. It's so easy and it's natural. It's stuff we love to listen to, not only nurses, but you know, lay people too. 
And also the wins, right? How did you save a patient from a mistake? Mm -hmm. How did you, you know, what were the things that uplifted you and, and made you a better nurse or made, you know, all of those stories as well are such, they're so ripe for learning as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, you guys are talking about James Nestor and how he brought in all these, uh, you know, the philosophy and the theology and the anatomy, physiology and stuff. I mean, uh, it's amazing to start out with a story, right? And like you said, a salacious story that brings people in. Like we had a, a, a patient that we declared dead who woke up, you know, that kind of stuff. and then going in, which is embarrassing, but especially in a neurocritical care unit. Um, and we told the family he was dead and then he woke up. But anyway, oh uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, those. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then go through like, why did we think he was dead? Like, what were mm -hmm. all the things that, you know, and, and go through that anatomy, physiology, and the whole, you know, I don't remember anymore. I forget the whole story, but I just, re I remember that tidbit of the story. I remember because I was there, um, but I don't remember why we thought about it. And if I could have written it down or just like right. gone through this process, like it would have been, oh my gosh, you're, you guys are onto something. Yeah. Well, that's not lost. I mean, that's why. Andre and I love doing these podcasts because we really get into the, the personal story of the expert that we're interviewing because typically, actually all the time, our first favorite question to ask them is, tell us about something that happened in your life that made everything different from one day to the next. And the answer to that question, not only did it change them, but that they converted or they um they took what changed them and how they lived their life differently from that moment on and that's why they're so passionate about what they do and why they do it so well so those you know humans learn through storytelling we have throughout history and there's not enough of it you know the the little head in the upper right hand corner of a screen with you know the, the talking head in front of a powerpoint I mean, powerpoints are great you know, I mean, well, at least it checks a box, but you remember the stuff that comes from those stories that you were just talking about, you know, like the storytelling. I mean, that's, that's how we've always learned. That's why there's paintings on cave walls. And, you know, like, it's just like, you want the story and you remember what comes through story. Right. So, and, and so many of our content creators, not only our podcast, but our content creators, they're, they're storytellers. Right. And it, and it's not to be like reactionary or, or whatever. There's actually structure to it. So there's a story, there's a lesson, um, you know, there's something else. Another person we had, um, the, it was a young kid who died and his mom wanted to preserve his sperm. And it sparked mm. this huge controversy in the hospital and stuff. And it, it's like, that's a conversation, it's like it's a greater conversation, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, a debate that you could have, like, what are the pros and cons of this? So, you know, and all the ethical issues that we came up against. I mean, there's so many things to talk about and it's, it's never ending in the hospital. Yeah. We never get so ending. much, yeah. we, we get so much feedback. Like I can think of three off the bat, like that's the answer to that question tell me about something that made everything different from one day to the next one podcast that was answered by, well, that was, that would be when I was held hostage in Iraq. I was just listening to that podcast this morning and that whole, like when she dropped that, I mean, it's a, like, it's a jaw dropper. You're like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you want to stay on, you want to listen more, you know, instead of what we're typically 
oh my gosh, when is this going to be over? I can't wait. This is such a waste of my time. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally, that's the difference. Yeah, or, put, it on, put it on 3X. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Andra, how about Trish Matamo? Um, when my father's, my father's lymphedema was so bad that his legs exploded. Ooh, and exactly. I swore that I would never let anyone go through that again if I could help it. <laughs> Just these, uh, every, every guest was yeah. like that. So, yeah. and great story. How much it informed our practices as a as a patient advocate, I can't tell you how much that one episode on lymphedema has changed my practice as an advocate because mm-hmm. nobody talks about it in the healthcare system. Surgeons don't. I was an OR nurse for twenty five years. I never once heard the word lymphedema in an operating room. How can that be? That's insanity because that's where you get lymphedema. <laughs> You know, I was a cancer patient and had major abdominal surgery. Never once did my doctor say to me, um, you might be at risk for lymphedema. And oh, by the way, I am at risk for lymphedema for the rest of my life. And nobody in my medical team knew anything about it. So that one episode, one hour with this, this one guest has totally informed my practice. And I have had clients who have come to me with, you know, cancer that involves the abdomen. And we have done so many proactive preventative measures to prevent lymphedema that actually made a huge impact on their quality of life post-treatment. That's That's worth worth like a hundred C's in my book. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Not just one. (laughs) Yeah. So if nurses were interested in, you know, maybe doing a podcast or a course or something like, what would that whole process look like uh, and how would they do it? <laughs> it's so easy. You just go to myportal.pro, you stick in your email, you register, you pick any podcast, you listen to it. Okay. This is how easy it is. You listen to a podcast on the way to the airport. Uh, you know, it's about 45 minutes to an hour long on Spotify or iTunes, you, yeah, or Spotify, iTunes, wherever you, but you know, if you want to do it all in one, just go to my portal.pro that it links to Spotify, all those things, but then you're right where you can do the activity and evaluation. Uh, and once you drop off the airport person, right, you listen to it on the way you drop, drop them off, you pull over. And there's like three activity questions. You pick one and you speak the answer into your phone because we have this AI technology voice recognition thing. It picks up keywords that knows that, you know, you know, what you listen to and, and, and can kind of just prove that you, you know, fulfill the outcomes. Right. And then you speak the evaluation into your phone, you hit submit and your CE goes on your profile. It's like, it's stupid. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's how easy it is. Whether you're a content creator, that's how the experience will be for, you know, people who take your course. That's if you want to listen to an Renegade podcast or any other podcast on the uh, myportal.pro platform. Um, it's, it's and, the, just... and the platform is a work in progress and we're always, you know, improving and making changes. And so we're really encouraging any nurse that gets on to consume our content to provide feedback and tell us what they like, what they don't like, because honestly, since we built this thing from the ground up, it took me a while to get the concept that we can 
really do anything. And so through a nurse's eyes, we really want their feedback. What, mm -hmm. do, what, what is amazing? What makes this easy for you? What do you love? But what do you not like? What, what is confusing about this? What is hard about this? Because the whole point was, let's just make this stupid, easy, you know, fun, interesting, engaging, and up-leveling. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> so, so you can get CEs and I'm looking at your, your website, you can get CEs. Um, you can make CEs if you want to make CEs. And you guys also, it looks like you're providing CEs for different healthcare organizations. Yeah. Like if, if you're hosting an event or a conference, or if you're going to your community center and want to deliver an hour long talk to nurses or whoever, or maybe it's for everybody and there's nurses in the audience and you want to attach CEs to that. You don't have to pay $25 per person per credit hour. Like and the that's, interesting that's thing stupid. about that is that people Just call nurses us. are coming to us. Like that, that was born out of nurses coming to us saying, oh, I have this event. I want to, you know, be able to give all the nurses that attend CEs. And so like naturally that part of our, our platform evolved because they're asking for it. So clearly there's a need. And that's been really fun to, to get yeah. those, those emails in our inbox. Yes. We, we have a CE providership, California, uh, California's providership, CE providership is good in 49 States, everybody, but Hawaii. So any nurse who wants to attach CEs to, uh, their lecture, their talk, their, Mimosa Monday recorded, whatever, or... as long as it fulfills, you know, checks those, those boxes that qualify it as a continuing education credit, we will, we will do that for you. That is amazing. I mean, it's something that we've looked into as well. Like we avoided it because of what you had said about the $25 per credit per hour per person, whatever. Um, but for our courses, um, you know, adding CE credit to that, it would be amazing. Um, so yeah, it's Free the seas. <laughs> it, it, it always feels like it's so hard and complicated and expensive and you guys have made it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because we found it hard and complicated and expensive and we thought that's stupid. Fix yeah. it. And I <laughs> We're also fix think it. too, the other really, you know, important part of that is what Karen said earlier was like, we are so qualified to teach each other and we should be teaching each other. Right. We shouldn't have to go to Medscape. We do anyway. Right. Right. Like, why are we listening to, you know, something that doesn't even actually apply to me? I don't need to know about diabetes, like on a general level as a nurse, maybe. Right. But as a, you know, but I don't need to know insulin gauge gauges or, you know, so why do I need to take that as a CE credit? Now, I know there's a lot out there, but again, like, I want to learn from the other nurses who have the expertise. I want to learn from the ICU nurses who might as well, may as well, in my opinion, be doctors. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? no, absolutely. And and you're right, because a lot of the stuff that I went through on, I, I can't even tell you what it was. Like it was like the M36Z protein. Why PDQ99. <laughs> I was like, what the, f you know, I don't try to keep it PG, but what is this? Like, you know, this is not helpful, but like the stories that we've just told today, even the lymphedema, you know, I only got part yeah. of that story. Like that's going to stick with me. Like, right. and it's just, Absolutely. yeah, you guys are really onto something amazing here. So you, uh, whether you get them for CEs or not, you would love these podcasts. I mean, it's like George and Gracie, Lucy and Desi, like 
Entre's the straight man. I'm Commodore Crazy Pants. And like the the just the play we have off of each other. She usually cries. There's been, <laughs> there's been somewhere I cry too. But I, it's seriously, it's like drama. It's like we laugh, we cry. There's like you always learn something fantastically new. I can't tell you how many podcasts like we finished. I'm like, oh my god, that blew my mind. Like I didn't even know that. You know, lymphedema. I I was like dreading that podcast. I was like, lymphedema. <laughs> like, what is that? That's so stupid. And I I'm humbled all the time at the stuff I learn. That I you know it's just people yeah. people are amazing they are people are amazing they are especially nurses put a plug yeah. in there <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and uh i always learned like andra said in the beginning of this that um i was her coach whatever you want to call it for you know a while when we first met each other but we've known each other how long andra we met in 2017 2017 yeah oh my gosh the shizzle that it's like I have to do two more podcast episodes with Antra, like the shizzle she's been through and just kept coming back and coming back. And she's the, like, in regard to patient advocacy, like, cause we keep learning through our life experience and in business, like the things that made us want to quit so many times, like, Oh, this is getting so complicated, <laughs> you know, but, and, and she's been through what three cancer reoccurrences or something and she's just, I, I sister from another mister, but it, my advice for anybody who wants to be a nursepreneur is don't listen to people who say, don't go into business with your friends, but hmm. go into business with your friends who look at friendship as a spiritual practice. You know, like you're willing to, you trust that you're, they're not going to leave you, you know, you have, but you both have the courage to be disliked you know, and follow the effervescence because the thing, the mistake we've made so many times is we let it get heavy and complicated because there's so many ideas that we wanted to do, but it started. It's like when God gives you in some, some divinely inspired idea and like people show up and things just happen. And at some point you go, okay, thanks God. I got it from here. Like I'll take it over, you know? (laughs) And then it starts to get like heavy and hard and you want to quit. It's because it's supposed to feel good. The world says startups is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be a slog. It's not supposed to be fun. You don't do it with your friends. You don't. No. Follow the effervescence all the time. If it feels heavy, you're learning curve for me. Yeah. It's like those bumps on the side of the highway that are there to wake you up. You know, it's like, you don't get out of your car to like, and then smooth them over. You you go back into the center of the lane where it's smooth sailing. And we found time and time again, that if you follow the effervescence and the thing that, you know, that feeling that gave you the original idea in the first place, man, She reminds me of that all the time. All the time. Make it hundred percent. I I get caught up in that so easily, and every time it's like, oh right, this should be, this should be, it should feel fun. It It should feel fun. fun. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when everybody shows up, and that's when the money shows up, and the people show up, and the ideas show up. When when you keep it effervescent, and it's not when you're like. It's supposed to be hard. Startups are supposed no, it doesn't no, that's what everybody says, but that's not true. That's maybe that's why 90% of startups fails because everybody thinks it's supposed to be hard. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, I love that analogy. That's that's really beautiful. All right, guys. Um, so when nurses, I know they're going to want to they're going to want to know more. So tell them again where they can find you guys, where they can get your podcast and listen to the courses and all the amazing things that you have just spoken about. So you can check us out on our website at www.rnegade.pro to see who we are and what we're doing. You can go to our portal, which is www.myportal.pro. You can sign up. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You can create a profile. You can do all kinds of fun things in there, like store all your CEs. You can upload ones you've already done. Um, you can take courses. You can listen to the po- the RNA podcast there. You can take courses from our content creators, but you can also listen to the RNA podcast on Spotify and Apple or iTunes. So um, another way to access access our our podcast you have to come back to the portal if you want your ce so you have to like i said sign up and yeah. have a profile it's not yeah and it, it sounds complicated it's not it's our renegade is the company my portal is the thing we had to build to is the vehicle f- to deliver it but it's all linked up and you just follow prompts like you, you won't get lost there's lots of free stuff we just did a seven uh a seven episode series called kickstart my heart um and it's all about code blue resuscitation from different nursing perspectives and it's free uh there's seven i think there's like eight free ce's and they're free ce's that don't suck (laughs) like they're they're amazing (laughs) free ce's that don't suck i mean they're but because we want okay I mean, truth be told, you know, full disclosure, we figure if somebody's done eight CEs for free, they'll just do the other, you know, 20, whatever, or 22 on there, you know? Yeah. It's a little bit of marketing manipulation, but it's also, <laughs> but it's also, also free, seven free yeah, CEs. but it's also, you know, something that we do. We don't, we don't try to push on anyone shizzle that we wouldn't do ourselves. I love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for sharing this story with us. <laughs> and I love this. I love this so much. I know you're going to get lots of, of traction from this. So. Yeah, thanks, Katie, for having us on. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I like how you got like you got really spicy in the middle there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.